not off. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock, my guy as always. Mojo Mutati Mojo. Travis Kelsey didn't even play this weekend, but here we are. We're gonna start the show with the man himself because we told you last week, Mojo, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, we're going to hang out, we're going to spend the weekend together. And did they ever, but Mojo, they did not do it in Kansas City. No, they jumped on the PJ and they went to New York City and they hit about every hot spot in Manhattan, Mojo. I'm talking about at Nobu, of course, Nobu, hugely famous, popular restaurant. That was Saturday night. They then, Mojo, went together to 30 Rock for the taping of Saturday Night Live. They both, by the way, made a cameo. Taylor had four words. Once again, Ice Spice or something uh, along those lines. And of course, Travis was part of a, what I thought was a pretty funny uh, sketch about Travis and Taylor Swift. They were all over the place, Mojo. And by the way, holding hands too. So I don't know what looks more like boyfriend and girlfriend every day to me, Mojo. Ah, uh, Babcock, I just don't know. You're saying boyfriend, <laughs> girlfriend? I'm looking... At this, like it's a work trip with a travel companion. I mean, they worked. They were on SNL. They weren't uh, making out at dinner or going to the bar for a drink. This was a work trip. And while you were speaking, I was literally trying to think of the last time an NFL player or pro athlete of any sport was in a relationship that was not called a distraction during mm. season, but was actually probably preferred by the team and the league itself. I would not be surprised one bit if you told me that the NFL picked up the tab for that private jet that they were <laughs> flying around, because obviously we know how heavily they have endorsed this relationship, yeah. uh, maybe to a nauseating point to some with how much <laughs> coverage uh, she's getting here. So, I don't know. The verdict is still out for me. Another thought running through my head was interesting on Travis Kelsey's part with uh, the entire world watching how this date was going to go. The what, what is that? A cream colored jumpsuit? That was, uh, <laughs> that was your selection. For I love this guy. He's the best. And he has just become a massive, massive star. I mean, he has. He, he, look, he's forget Patrick Mahomes or anyone else. He, I think he's the biggest, uh, the uh, most talked about athlete in the world right now, certainly in the NFL. They, Mojo, were uh, not only at Nobu, not only at SNL, but they also were at the Waverly Inn, which is this celebrity hotspot, one of the most exclusive places and has been in New York City for a decade plus now. They uh, were also at Catch, same deal as Waverly Inn. So again, they, they really hit up all the hotspots. Now, uh, they weren't inseparable, Mojo, because there was actually at least one moment, a couple hour period where Travis did separate himself from Taylor Swift. He actually went to MetLife Stadium, Mojo. Yeah, uh, he went to watch his brother play because just uh, as luck would have it, the Eagles were in New Jersey to play the New Jersey Jets. The Eagles were actually the New Jersey Jets, the New, the New York Jets. They, uh, of course, the uh, Eagles were previously undefeated. They lose yesterday as well as the 49ers. So no more undefeated teams in the league. I will say this, Mojo. Uh, there was a Taylor Swift fan in the building at MetLife 
actually, as you saw when I was talking there, delivered some uh, bracelets, some friendship bracelets, as the Taylor Swift fans do, to Travis himself. She, uh, she was able to sweet talk herself past the security guard and got some up close uh, and personal time with Travis. So I don't know, Mojo. We'll see what happens. The Chiefs are home again this weekend, back at Arrowhead, playing the uh, Los Angeles Chargers in a few weeks. Taylor has to go on tour. So because of that, I would not be surprised if she's in the building once again. Mojo, Travis Kelsey wasn't the only one making headlines at MetLife Stadium on Sunday. Uh, your former teammate, your former quarterback, Aaron Rodgers making headlines too. And I'll tell you what, Mojo, I'm becoming a believer as I see more and more here. September 11, Aaron Rodgers, first game of the season, of course, for the Jets, Monday Night Football, ruptured his Achilles tendon, Mojo. That's an eight to 10 month injury, usually. I don't even know what it normally is for a guy who was going on 40 years old, Mojo. That isn't before the injury, the video we're looking at on the screen. That was actually Sunday before the Jets game, before the Eagles game. Aaron on the field, not just walking without crutches, but actually having a, a catch, a toss with Sauce Gardner, who did not play in the game because he was hurt. I don't know, Mojo. I mean, it's 32 days between when Aaron had his surgery and when he was tossing the ball. 32 days. I don't know, Mojo. I actually am starting to believe that this guy could actually come back and play this year. The Jets are 3-3. Three and three. They are in third place in the division because they happen to be in a pretty strong division. They have the, uh, the Bills and the Dolphins, also part of their division, of course. They have a bye week this week, Mojo. Aaron Rodgers is going to rejoin the team after the bye week. Not going to play then, obviously, but will be with the squad. I'm thinking he's going to play this year, Mojo. This is absolutely unbelievable to me. I've never seen anyone come even remotely close no. to getting back on the field in any kind of way after an injury like that for some context. I never blew out my Achilles, but I had a fairly similar injury. Yeah. My calf muscle tore off and, mm. and rolled up complete tear in the back of my knee. Not the same, but quite similar. I don't even think I could get out of a boot for six weeks. That doesn't even include the time I had to stay not using my calf afterwards. So a little reference point there, this dude's already back on the field. So where things are headed, yeah, he's going to be cleared to play again this season, which is mind-blowing to me. But I'm thinking of the effect of this statement that he's making right now by his teammates seeing him out on the field. It is a signal to his team that this season isn't done for them, yep. uh, that, that they still have a shot at salvaging this and making a run in the playoffs. And if I'm a teammate of Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to play a little harder. I'm going to dig a little deeper because mm -hmm. I know this season isn't a lost cause. We just got to weather the storm until our guy gets back on the field. And as it relates to Zach Wilson, he knows that maybe that time period for him to have his last, potentially last shot as a starting quarterback, that window is tightening and he's yeah. going to have to step up his game in a way like he never has before. And again, for the Jets to go out there and be able to knock off the Eagles who were undefeated, this was a monumental victory, a season-defining victory, yeah. and you can't tell me that Aaron Rodgers being on that field throwing that ball before the game didn't have anything to do with no, that. No, I, I think it had a huge effect, Mojo, and it's, it's also so important that the Jets 
One, uh, that game yesterday, uh, you know, the, the Eagles maybe, you know, top two, three team in the, in the league, period. And for them to get that win and, and to instead of being two and four, to be three and three as Aaron Rodgers by the day gets closer. I mean, it's, it's so big for the Jets. They are right in the mix of things. Look, the Bills get a win yesterday over the Giants, but you should not be struggling against a team that has one win in the Giants with their backup quarterback on the road coming off a loss. That, that should not have happened. I have many, many questions about the Buffalo Bills. And with that guy in the Jets' defense and some of the skill position players they have, I, I, I don't know, man. I think anything's possible. And yeah, not a bad time to be a Jets fan. When TMZ Sports returns, NFL players have been chasing rings for years, but could they be turning their attention to an Olympic medal? How Tyreek Hill and the faces of the NFL could be on a quest for gold come 2028. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. I'm beyond excited that flag football is now in the Olympics. We do it for the to represent my country at the Olympic Games is a dream come true. This is going to be such a great global experience. Africa! Football, getting involved with the Olympics, that's incredible. My heart's on fire right now. It's our turn. It's our sport. LA 28 is going to be a game changer. Game changer. Maybe I'll see you there. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike and Mojo. Mojo, you heard it right there. And there, of course, were some NFL stars sprinkled in, including the 49ers great tight end George Kittle. But in 2028, Flag football will actually be an Olympic sport, Mojo. The men, the women, football is now a thing at the Olympics. Of course, you've got Max Crosby there as well. We know there are some really big current and retired NFL stars, Mojo, who are interested in actually playing. We talked about Tyreek Hill last week. Of course, on Friday, we had your great buddy, Rob Gronkowski, who might be retired from the NFL. But he said, hey, put me on that team and let's go win a gold medal, Mojo. So I think that's going to be the feeling. That's going to be the sentiment throughout the NFL. I think you're going to have the skill position guys who never had an opportunity in the past to be a part of something like this. We know, look, the NBA, they've got the opportunity to go win a gold medal. Football players, never until right now. And I think because of that, you're going to see NFL players out there, Mojo. Oh, my God, what a catch on Tyreek. Babcock, that first initial roster for the first ever flag football team in the Olympics may be the most talented football (laughs) roster ever assembled anyway. The appeal of being a part of the first ever squad 
is massive. Combine that with the fact that the U.S. has to be a lock to win, right? You would, I mean, you would few think so. A few other countries on the planet have football to begin with and none to the level that the NFL is. But now you can talk about picking your superstar athletes because that roster can include retired NFL players. Maybe Tom Brady comes back. Rob Gronkowski already wants to come back. You know, there's going to be current NFL stars that want to mix it up and play on the team. That roster is going to be stacked and it's going to be fun for all. I mean, rumor has it, the team has already uh, made an offer to superior former pass rusher Dean Mutati to captain the American (laughs) team. I mean, I don't know. Who better? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be fun. Uh, It really, really is. And I hope that the NFL guys are able to compete. It'd be really cool to see them out there. And and can you think of a better guy than Tyreek Hill? I mean, I can't imagine anyone would even lay a a finger on him, no less uh, grabbing his flag. You know what I mean? I mean, the guy is incredible. Brings me to yesterday, Mojo. I mean, it's, you know, it's a few years away now, 2020. 28, the Olympics in LA. In the time being, Tyreek Hill is just busy being maybe the most dynamic player in the entire league right now. Did you see the way he celebrated yesterday, Mojo? So not only do the Dolphins, it was a close game uh, for a little bit of uh, the game yesterday, but they go on, they blow out the Panthers 42-21. Tyreek Hill catches six passes for 136 yards, including a touchdown, Mojo. And then what does he do? He grabs a phone, a fan's phone. Watch this. You know, Babcock, that's kind of crazy to me because this doesn't even crack into the top three most athletic things he did during that game. (laughs) I mean, Tyreek was unbelievable. The Panthers jumped out to an early 14-0 lead. Yeah. They haven't won a game yet. You knew it was a matter of time before the Dolphins came roaring back, and Tyreek was a massive part of that i mean my goodness what a game he had and yeah i'd say that backflip video was good for a good 10 million views on the old tiktok (laughs) how do you do a backflip with a helmet and shoulder pads i could barely move wearing that stuff mojo an incredible athlete he is one of the four or five greatest athletes to ever put on a football helmet in my opinion it's incredible i cannot wait to watch that guy despite getting lost there by a kid i cannot wait to watch him try and win a gold medal in five years Uh, Edward, since the uh, horrific terror attack in Israel last weekend, Floyd Mayweather has been, and let's be honest here, he's been one of the most vocal celebrities who have spoken out about what's happened. I mean, he's put out statement after statement, and now he's really putting his money where his mouth is. Because Floyd Mayweather, who of course has a private jet, Air Mayweather as they call it, he transported, not, not him personally, but his pilots on his jet transported over 5,000 pounds of various equipment, over 100 boxes for not just the Israeli military, but also for civilians who are, of course, in uh, need, Edward. And uh, there is the plane. There are all the boxes. It was a trek just to get there. The plane left over the weekend from L.A., goes to New York City, Ed. Then it goes to London and then finally makes its way to Tel Aviv, obviously a dangerous place to land right now. It's an active war zone, but they got there and they delivered all this stuff. And, uh, you know, look, say say what you want about Floyd. Look, there's some good, there's some bad, but I I think he's been amazing in in the wake of this tragedy and, and the way he's acted 
I mean, he's helped so many people. Ed. Yeah, and, and on Sunday in Los Angeles, he joined a pro-Israel rally as well. It's a half-mile wow. walk. It was called Solidarity March for Israel. Uh, he was there wow. taking photos, signing autographs, handing out custom The Money Team hats. I mean, really just being, a, a, a like you said, a, one of the most vocal people out there and throwing his support behind this. And, and yeah, it was it was quite the sight. I mean, everybody was super yeah. happy to see him. He was smiling. He was taking pictures. I mean, it was a big deal to be out there, and uh, and it's a big deal to any time a celebrity does this kind of stuff. And uh, it's, no, it's no I easy. could not agree more. I, I mean, just think. A lot of these, a lot of these people who are out there, I'm sure they have. One, you're just affected watching this stuff, but you might even have family members who have been personally affected by the tragedy. And I think to have somebody who is as big a celebrity as Floyd Mayweather, to see them out there, for him to show that they care, I'm sure it's got to lift the spirits of everybody uh, who are out there. And yeah, I mean, an absolute huge kudos to Floyd Mayweather. We've seen, it may seem easy to post something on social media, and if you've got a lot of money, to donate a little bit. But it's not the case. And look what happened with Kylie Jenner. She posted and took it down. And we've seen other celebrities go through similar stuff like that. Floyd Mayweather does not care what anybody thinks about his opinion here. Uh, he wants to help, and it's very clear he stands with the people in Israel and in the Jewish community across the world. Mojo, Logan Paul and Dylan Danis, after months and months of trash talk, trash talk that got so intense that there was a restraining order granted and a lawsuit filed. Well, the guys finally got a chance to put their hands on each other. And Logan Paul dominated Dylan Dennis. Now, Dylan Dennis had never had a boxing match before. Didn't stop him from running his mouth at every single turn. And he got his ass kicked, Mojo. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. And look, uh, there was a decent shot from Dylan Dennis. But this, this fight was essentially six rounds of uh, Dylan just getting pieced up by Logan Paul. Now, I'll say this. Logan uh, did not... Uh, knock out Dylan like he said he was going to, but he did everything short of that mojo, and I just thought it was a butt whooping from start to finish. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously, Babcock, we went into this fight with more hype, and what a statement that is. Yeah. More hype surrounding a fight than any I can remember. Of course, that was almost yeah. entirely led by Dylan Dennis. I mean, shoot, I'm thinking back to all the Conor McGregor fights, and it's like this fight had more hype and more trash talk and line crossing than, than any of those previous ones. But yeah, the fight itself, not so much of a didn't deliver as much as maybe we were hoping. Uh, as I there's was, chaos on the screen, Mojo, as you talk. Yeah, right? I mean, there was more excitement after the fight than during the fight, which so frequently happens in the celebrity, yeah. celebrity bouts. But I was just saying this fight could have been Stefan Bonner and Forrest Griffin, and it still wouldn't have let up, you know, yeah. made up for the trash talk that uh, was hyping this thing up. But no, I don't know. I think you're right. I think they'll be better off as an MMA fight than a boxing fight. And we'll see if that happens. I, I don't think that's going to happen, but I think no. there's probably a, a, the smallest chance and money talks. Of course, this ended up uh, being technically a disqualification. Uh, Dylan Dennis was disqualified for his actions uh, there, and uh, it was just ab absolute chaos, like we said. Now, if you look at the scorecards, Logan was winning uh, by unanimous decision. So if the round had continued and this was mid-sixth round, Logan would have won by unanimous decision. So in the end, he wins by disqualification. So the question now becomes, Mojo, Logan Paul, What's next for the WWE superstar and the boxer? What does he want to do? 
Is he wrestling? Is he boxing? MMA? Lots of options for Logan Paul. Of course, he was asked that very question inside the ring after the fight. He knew who he wanted to call out. This is a hobby for me. My true passion, y'all know it. I'm a WWE superstar, so I'm going to be back in the WWE. There are some championships there I want to get. I got my eye on something. I got my eye on someone. I'm an American boy, and I want that U.S. title. Rey Mysterio, I already beat you once, brother. And I'm coming for that U.S. championship. Let's go! Well, Babcock, I can tell you that Ray and Logan Paul in a wrestling ring will probably be more exciting than Logan and Dylan Dennis inside a boxing <laughs> yes. ring. Actually, an extremely smart move on behalf of Logan, because as much as everyone might be clamoring for an MMA rematch between Dylan and Logan, which, of course, would likely go in Dylan's favor, we're, we're segueing into something that might have a better chance of success for Logan. I can tell you firsthand, I know how much WWE would like to see that United States championship around Logan's waist. Yeah, Mojo, look, uh, and, and we have got to go here. It does sound like Logan Paul wants it. It sounds like WWE probably wants it. I think the question is, what does Rey Mysterio want? And you all are in luck because I, Mojo, as you are talking, was just told that we ran into the man himself, Rey Mysterio, in New York City minutes ago. We asked him that very question, Mojo. Hey, I'm sure, Rey, you saw Logan Paul called you out. What's the response? Is this a fight you want? Tomorrow, Mojo, we are going to hear from the legendary Rey Mysterio. And if that's not great, I don't know what is. Bring it on my good buddy Rey, one of the nicest people on the planet, should make for the best show since today.